Is your schedule so packed it's hard to fit in any exercise at all? Well, we have really good news for you. Just two minutes of exercise a day can extend your life. This is pretty wild. They spent years tracking 70,000 people between the ages of 40 and 70 using Fitbits. And people who got just 15 minutes of vigorous exercise a week, so in other words, about two minutes a day, were 18% less likely to die over the next five years. Hmm. Obviously, more exercise than that is even better, but just two minutes a day is such a great place to start, even if you just like run up and down the stairs in your house a couple of times. Yeah. Hey, do you have any long-lost relatives you're trying to find or you just found? Coming up, wait till you hear this story. Hey, do you have any long-lost relatives you're hoping to find, or maybe you found one recently? Remember we told the story uh, just a couple days ago, our producer Griffin finally met his aunt mm-hmm. that he mm-hmm. discovered through doing one of those DNA tests. Right. Well, a woman named Susie from Australia who was adopted 60 years ago figured out who her biological dad was, found out she had three siblings in the UK, and they all just flew to meet up for the first time. There's a video of them hugging it out at the airport, and her face is nothing but pure joy. It's mm. so neat to watch. But the craziest part is they had another sister who sadly passed away years ago at the age of 19. And that sister's name was Susie. Mm. So same name. Susie has a sister named Susie. And they started comparing pictures. They look exactly alike. Mm, no kidding. It's uncanny how much mm. they like look alike. Wow. DNA is... Genetics are just a powerful thing. If you were to have to say, this is one of my favorite movies. It's so hard to say my all-time favorite, isn't it? Rocky. One of them. <laughs> <laughs> Not hard for Kevin. Done. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. I don't know about you, but it's hard to say, okay, this is my all-time favorite movie. There's so many good ones out there. And there's one that I've absolutely loved for years. I think I've seen it maybe three or four times. And it's the story, it's called Julie and Julia. Oh, yeah, the, about Julia Childs. And, yeah. Uh, another woman that, that, that admires her and tries to cook right. all of her yeah, stuff. Yeah, her right? name is Julie Powell, and hmm. she uh, lives in New York City. And she's one of the first people ever to do a food blog. And she wanted to make every single recipe in Julia Child's cookbook. Every time you taste something that's delicious beyond imagining, the answer is always going to be butter. Butter. <laughs> it's such a sweet movie, and it really gives you insights into uh, Julia Childs and what her life was like, what got her into cooking to begin with. And um, I'm very, very sad to say that the woman depicted the New York City woman, Julie Powell, has passed away. Hmm. She's a food writer, and she was one of the first food blogs ever, and she um, is only 49, and she passed away from cardiac arrest. So it's no like, kidding. yeah, you hear about. Heart disease in women and how serious it is, but this just really hits different. I'm like, wow, I just hmm. 49. So, and in the movie, the actress that portrays her is maybe 30. <laughs> so, yeah, because this, in your head, I mean, she's like that young. Yeah, you know I mean? she that stayed she just, that long, young. Right. She didn't. She, she didn't, didn't get out of her 30s and right. go into her 40s. Yeah, and so it's just sad. Pray for her husband and everyone who loved Julie Powell, but um. It's just, I'm just in a weird, I'm kind of like, no way. This can't mm. be happening. Because mm. I just love that movie. Mm, that is sad. So we're talking about what's your favorite movie of all time. Not just Rocky 1. Rocky, I actually like Rocky 2 better than Rocky 1. But the whole Rocky series would be, I could watch them over and over again. I've seen the Rocky movie like a million times. And um, 
I was just reading the other day that Sylvester Stallone has got a big regret in his life. Really? That while making all of his movies, he wishes he would have spent more time with his family. He's saying he regrets missing all that time. He was just so driven and it was like, okay, next project, next project, next Mm. project, that he didn't hit pause and say, hey, my kids are growing up and I'm missing it. Didn't like, I'm paraphrasing, by the way. But uh, yeah, so... Rocky himself has a little... Something to learn from Rocky. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit of a regret that he... A big regret he has looking back over his life that he wasn't more involved. And and he's trying to make up for that now. He's like trying to spend more time with them and stuff now. But you can't rewind that. So if you're one of those dads or moms who's like, my career, my career, you know, remember, (laughs) it goes by like that. Do you know... Kids are going to grow up. Someone in our lives who made a great decision like that the other day, I was trying to get our producer to go to a concert with me. And he's like, you know what? If I go, I literally won't see my kids all day today. And I said, well, absolutely, you shouldn't come then. Good for him. Yeah. Did you know the time change? I'm dreading it. It's actually bad for your health. We fall back this weekend, moving our clocks back an hour. That means sunrise and sunset will be an hour earlier than it has been. So there'll be more light in the morning, less light in the evening. And we lose an hour sleep. Right? Uh, we gain back. an hour. We gain. We an get hours. an extra hour? We get oh, an extra I'm, hour I'm sleep. all for that. Okay. Uh, moving from daylight time to standard time disrupts natural sleep cycles, which can affect uh, your mental and physical health. So what can you do to help your body adjust? Uh, here are some things. Start going to bed earlier a few days ahead of time. Like just 15 or 30 minutes helps. Stick to your schedule and try to get bright light on your face in the morning. Don't take naps that are longer than 20 minutes. And finally, avoid caffeine and coffee four to six hours before bedtime. <laughs> Those are things that'll help you get used to the new time. But I am just dreading it being so dark so early. Yeah, this Ugh. time of the year, I, I switch from eight ounce Red Bull to the 12 ounce Red Bull. I find that helps me a lot. <laughs> Those extra four ounces really I wish they could get really Congress help. to pass it so we don't do this anymore. Mm. Coming up, a sweet animal story to put a smile on your face. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. How about a sweet animal story to put a smile on your face today? Isn't it so cool when different species of animals help each other out? Like if you'll see like a a dog and a duck that become friends and stuff like this. Well, this is really cool. A A wildlife photographer in Australia got a shot of a southern right whale slimming alongside a baby humpback whale. Now, the two species don't usually cross paths or even interact. But experts think the baby must have been orphaned and the adult whale adopted it. And if so, it might be the first time it's ever been documented. No kidding. That two different whale species take each other, you know, take on their young. I see the seed of Pixar's new movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Right? That's brilliant. The new animated story. You could even have Nemo swim by (laughs) at some point. (laughs) I don't have any parents. Will you be my mom? Right, right. It could be, and they could be swimming to try to find his mom, and they pass by Nemo. Did you happen to see my mom? Yeah, I think she went that way. Just keep swimming. <laughs> so, have you ever been in a store, you know, like a, a grocery store, or whatever, and somebody is just making you feel awkward? Somebody's making you feel not right. Like, is that person, are they following me? Mm-hmm. Are they watching me? That happened to a woman. And the store that she was in, they responded to her little chat online and told her, here's what to do next time. We'll share it with you next. 
So um, I think as moms and dads, we always have the conversation with our kids about stranger danger and what do you do if you're not feeling comfortable or whatever, you know, find a police officer or an adult or your teacher and tell them what's going on. But what do you do when you're an adult? You know, particularly if you're a woman, you're by yourself and you're just out, you know, doing some shopping, walking around a department store or whatever. And you're like, is that, I think that person's following me. And, you know, you maybe you go up and down a couple of aisles that don't make any sense. You're just wandering to see if they are. And they, they keep following you. And they're making you feel uncomfortable. It happened to a woman. She posted about it online. And it, it got, like, to the point where she was really, really scared. person followed her to her car and stuff. And she was really frightened. And she posted about it. You know, be on the lookout if you're in this store in our neighborhood. Because this guy made me feel really awkward. Um, and someone from the store responded and said hey here's what to do if that happens in the future please come up to like customer service or a cashier an employee of the store Mm -hmm. and say i'm feeling really frightened right now there's someone in this store who's following me and even if they've left or whatever they're they're more than happy to stay with you while you finish your shopping or whatever you check out and then they'll walk you to your car as well to make sure that you're okay and um, man, I would say you can. Spend nowadays, you can never be too safe, right? You can. I would, I would encourage. My, I'm gonna have the chat with my wife when I get home. If you are ever, ever feeling that way, and I know she's got, she's got the pepper spray on her keychain and the whole bit. I know you've got all of that, but there's nothing more of a deterrent to someone than you being with someone else. Yeah, you know what That's I mean. Good. So, I, my sister told me about that post, and it sounds like the lady handled it really well. And I was like. Man, this is such a great reminder for all of us because mm-hmm. you can kind of mm-hmm. doubt yourself like, come on, that guy's not really following me. He yeah. just happens to be shopping for the same type of products or whatever. So Right. He must need some eyeshadow. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which I've been in that aisle before, ladies, when my daughters and wife have sent me to pick something up. So it's not completely out of the ordinary, right. but it is a little odd that mm-hmm. someone would be in that aisle. So yeah, absolutely way rather be safe than sorry and it's good to know too that the stores want you to they want you to feel safe so they're more than happy to make sure that you get to your car and everything okay and feeling secure so we were talking about uh stores retail stores really want to do uh, everything they can to make you feel safe so if you're ever feeling awkward in a store like you feel like somebody's following you or just not feeling good you can always let them know and they'll they'll walk you out to your car they'll help you finish your shopping whatever you need um you know having somebody there with you we saw that firsthand how serious retail stores are uh, about that kind of thing when our son Kyle wandered off from us when he was probably like nine or ten years old. Uh, it was in a Target. He wandered off. Panic ensued. We couldn't find him. And the next thing we hear is an announcement uh, you know, like attention customers. It was something like uh, the store is currently on lockdown. No one's coming in. No one's going out. Um, there's a, a lost child. So if you have a, a child that you've been shopping with and you've misplaced them, please come to the front office. And we're like, that's going to be him. So they walk us to the front, and they have a, a one-way mirror uh, glass, and Kyle's on the other side. So we can't see him, and they let the kid identify the parents, which is genius, right? Yeah. So, you know, some stranger can't walk him and go, yeah, it's my kid, thanks. Right. Um, so we always tease Kyle, like, that was your golden opportunity to swap parents if you ever wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> but kudos to them. I mean, they had a policy in place. Yep. Like, they are not, this is not going to be. That's uh, awesome. Uh, an issue in in our store so yay them if you're trying to encourage your teens not to vape feel free to share this with them Uh, new research just came out vaping causes changes in your cardiovascular function 
which are similar to the impact of smoking tobacco products for 20 years. Mm. Uh, This is all from the American Heart Association. They say people who vape lose the ability to exercise at full power. And I happen to know someone uh, whose daughter was, uh, was dabbling in vaping. And she finally fessed up to her parents and said, I'm, I'm going to stop. But she had tried to go running and she was like, Mom, I can't breathe right. Like, no this kidding. is a, yeah. So when I saw this study, I thought, I've got to share this with Kevin and Taylor parents because it may convince the logical side of that teen brain to go, This is not good for me. <laughs> you're assuming there is a I logical know, side I know, to the I teenage you're brain. Say that. <laughs> Could you have a blind spot that's preventing you from growing closer in your relationships? Hey, could you have a blind spot that's preventing you from growing closer in your relationships? According to research by one of our favorites, she's a she's just a favorite of our show, Shanti Feldhahn. It is. We are not nearly as kind as we think we are. Mm-hmm. If we focus on the annoying things people in our lives said... That's all we're going to see, and we're just going to get more and more annoyed. But if we focus on the good qualities and actions of the people in our lives, we'll have far more gratitude and far less annoyance. So Shanti challenges all of us when it comes to our kids, our spouse, our siblings, and friends to try to avoid being negative and unkind for a couple of days and see what happens to that relationship. In fact, she has a, a, a kindness factor test you can take at shanti.com hmm. i started to take it and it was like i just started feeling bad about myself i did so I, I totally did i was like i can't face this truth right now well bye i need bye. to work on it first and then i'll come back and take the quiz Everybody, if, if taylor didn't feel good about herself taking it none of us have any hope we should probably not it's take, just you're forced to be honest test. about you know i just i think we can all use improvement because we get so caught up in like stress or so looking at our phone that's there's something else that's very interesting about about what you just said because when people take surveys like that, um, surveyors know that people will they call it lying good I think mm-hmm. where you give the answer that either you know you should give or how you would like to be perceived rather than how you actually are but you were really being was, honest yeah because it encourages you it says please don't overthink it you. and just be super honest and I was like. <gasps> See, now, I've got so many needs I would improvement. Do, I would be honest and then change my answer. <laughs> <laughs> I just know me too well. I know me way too well. But she really, like, go to Shanti.com because seriously, she says it will transform all your relationships with your boss, your coworkers, your friends, your siblings, your your children. If you just focus on kindness and gratitude, just try it for a couple of days and see what happens. I'm feeling a little convicted. Uh, by what you just shared about the new survey or the new quiz you can take about being kind and that's going to revolutionize your relationships and stuff. I'll be, I, you know what? I'll be really honest with you guys about something that I struggle with in, uh, in a lot of my relationships, and maybe you do too. We'll talk about it next. So what, what do they say in AA? The, the first step to the, like, fixing your problem is admitting you have a problem. So I, I'll admit a problem I have with uh, relationships. And this is pretty much across the board. So much so that when I see other people doing it to me, I'll go, hey. <laughs> and I'll keep, tell them how they can fix it. Because, <laughs> and the only reason I know how they can fix it is because I do it. So here's what it is. I have a hard time expecting the best. I always, and I'll say that. To, I'll say it to my wife. I'll say it to my coworkers. I'll say it to friends. 
Hey, man, you gotta expect the best. Yeah. Hey, hey, don't get mad at me. Why, why, why don't you expect the best from me? Why do you assume that's bad? You know what I mean? But I've I heard you say that many, many times. But I don't do that to other people. I'm mm-hmm. always expecting the other foot to drop. I'm always expecting, which is really weird because I'm generally a very upbeat and optimistic guy. And I do. I, do, I, I suffer from that maybe a little bit of Pollyanna where I, I think, oh, everything's always, it's going to work out. Things will work out. You know, if things are bad, uh, hey, election didn't go the way I want. Eh, get, get another shot in two years. I can be very much like that. But I also, uh, on a relationship standpoint, am waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm, I don't know why I'm like that. But maybe it's childhood divorce syndrome. I don't know. I haven't delved into it. Don't want to delve into it. But I do recognize it and try to be better at it. And if somebody does something personally to like myth me or irritate me, mm-hmm. I'll try to go, okay. You'd want them to expect the best with you. Certainly they didn't mean it that way, or that's not what they intended to say, or you're just taking it the wrong way. I try to remind myself of that over and over again. And now I'm a work in progress on that. Mm-hmm. But we that, all are a work in progress. That would be that that would be my big thing with uh you were talking about kindness is the mm-hmm. the key to having these awesome relationships. I don't know if that comes under the heading of kindness, but that would be the that would be the thing that I need to. Need where I need to take my own advice. Super raw and honest. Need to take my own advice and expect the, <laughs> expect the best relationally and from other people. We're spending a little time talking about how a lot of us, according to uh, re- relationship experts, she, she researches relationships, Shanti Feldhan, that we have this blind spot with our relationships and it's we're we think we're kinder than we are. <laughs> and man, I have done that to my husband, Glenn. Like, I think in my head, I will feel in my emotions, even though I might not be in a good way, that I'm like going, no, no, really, it's fine. But it it comes out as, no, no, really, it's fine. And he'll call me on it. I'll go, really? There are memes about that. Yeah. And then the other thing I do that's so funny is when I get mad, I don't even realize it till later, but I am absolutely hilarious. Like, it is... So ridiculous when I get really upset, I'll act things out. (laughs) And Glenn said he'll sometimes he'll try to like put his mouth like down in his shirt because he's laughing so hard. Oh, it's funny. And he knows that he can't laugh. And the other day I even said, I'm really sorry. I texted him in the morning. I said, I'm really sorry about my behavior last night. I was having a little mini meltdown about something. And I said that was just completely uncalled for. And he texted me back. He goes, it's okay. I love you. He goes, by the way, that was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Thanks for always having comedic relief in my life. Hmm. And it was like a, it was a self-image crisis I was having because I'm trying to come up with this outfit for this event I'm hosting. It was just this stupid, just not worth the emotion that I was assigning to this whole scenario. <laughs> and I'm just glad I can provide some comedic relief for my husband. <laughs> When I'm having that meltdown. Yeah, every guy knows, by the way, when the wife says I'm fine, that she is definitely not. Especially if it's said like this. I'm fine. Ooh, <laughs> like a staccato. I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay, she ain't fine. Here's your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news! This could be a story about your own grandparents. Um, it's Marina and Alexander, and they live in Ukraine. And you can imagine what their lives were like when the attacks first started. I mean, they were hiding in the basement for two weeks. They barely had any supplies. And if that wasn't bad enough, Alexander has four-stage cancer. Mm. So they're dealing with that, and they're just feeling so hopeless and so scared. 
Well, enter the brave pastors in Ukraine who refuse to leave. They're like, nope, we're here for the long haul. We're going to help people like Marina and Alexander. And they eventually found shelter and help through a Samaritan's Purse Church partner. And they took care of them, gave them a place to sleep, food to eat, clothes to wear. And most importantly, shared the love of Jesus Mm -hmm. with them. And now Marina said... I don't know what we would have done without them. I don't think we'd be here today. Isn't that great? The work that Samaritan's Purse does all over the world, right? And here in the States, too. And if you'd like to hear more good news stories like this one, just go to SamaritansPurse.org. That's SamaritansPurse.org. Boy, big things are going on with our producer Griffin and his wife, Sarah. Their oldest child is about to have a birthday. Mm-hmm. And Griff said he's really proud of his wife and how she's handling the birthday preparations. <laughs> All right, we'll find out what's going on next. Griff, you got a birthday coming up at your house. Yes, our son Thatcher, he's about to be seven. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. We Seems like he was just born yesterday. Right? And yeah. He's seven years old already. And uh, I'm proud of my wife for the way she's handling his birthday party. Ooh. Now, I think she would even admit in the past she's probably been guilty of going a little too all out. Yeah, uh, yeah. For these parties, the bounce house, the bounce house, no. the, the pony. The, <laughs> I think she she probably did peak with the uh, the military jet flyover. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was that was that was kind of cool. But I, I do think she scaled it back some this year, and I'm proud of that. Really? It's just we're gonna have it at a like in our neighborhood. There's a nice playground, a pavilion. Invite. <gasps> Don't some, even have to clean the house. Yeah, before after pizza cake that's it invite some kids over love it and they can run around and play and have fun and we're done so oh, it's such a good idea sounds so much simpler than yours does past. she seem a lot less stressed oh no no not at all <laughs> no, no. <laughs> i thought you were gonna say yes because now the challenge for her is how can i have it in this run-of-the-mill place and run still make it spectacular well, there oh, has been don't a- get me wrong i don't say run-of-the-mill put, put right, it down yeah, yeah, we, i know our kids' birthday parties were on the back deck or in our living room, yeah. so I'm, I'm totally down with that. Um, but, uh, yeah, knowing her, she's got to, okay, how can I ramp this up? There has been a pinata purchased, I believe. <laughs> I saw some type of masks or party hats or something. I don't know. All oh, kinds of stuff. Boy. Does the pinata okay. have an app? I don't know. That's a great question. <laughs> Wouldn't it be wild to, to total up how much she spent on birthday parties up to no, year seven? No, it would not be. <laughs> that would be depressing. <laughs> It'd be like a, a romantic weekend getaway oh, somewhere at least, exotic. At yeah. least, yes. How, how many days until the uh, the party? Just a couple. A couple yeah. of days. Yeah. Do you think she will stay reined in or, or do you fully expect her within the next couple of days to come home with either a purchase or a grand idea or I? I booked a magician, but yeah. not just any magician. It's David Copperfield. <laughs> that very well could happen. Yes. The bounce house. Uh... Cirque du Soleil will be here, but just for a half hour. Okay, Kev, remember you had this idea a couple of years ago. You're like, I'm going to start lying up about my age. I'm oh, going to yeah, tell so people I'm like 70, are, right? and they'll be mm-hmm. like, wow, you look really good for 70. Right, right, right. Well, you're on to something. There's something similar That's trending, becoming very popular. Mm. I'll tell you about it in just a minute. Kev, this is so funny because you've been saying for years, I'm going to start lying up about my age. I'm going to tell people I'm like 70 and they're going to go, you look really good for 70. You go to see somebody in concert like Rick Springfield and that's all everybody talks about is Mm -hmm. how, man, he's 72. Can you believe it? So I'm thinking, all right. Start I'm, rounding I'm way 70. up. I'm <laughs> 70. Whoa. Well, yeah, great for 70. A lot of people who are looking for love, our single friends, have caught on to your idea in a, a similar way. Not about their age, 
But what they're doing is when they put up their social media profile pic, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook avatar, they are putting a photo up where they look terrible. Hmm. Not so great. And that way, when people meet them and they have their (laughs) blind date, they're like, wow, they're so much more attractive in person than they were in their profile pics. It's a pleasant, awesome surprise. Now, the key is getting that person to go out with you the first time, you Mm -hmm. know, because if you're with your compromised pick with your compromised pick where you're like, I mean, all of us have a picture of ourselves like that. We're like, whoa, what was the deal with the lighting or what yeah, happened? Delete. Like, please tell me I don't look like that all the time. So you need to go through so your deleted pics, mm-hmm. the ones that you hate. And make that your profile pic. And then when people meet you, they're like, wow, they're so much more attractive in person than I ever imagined. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should change the, the Kevin and Taylor socials. This all seems a little devious for some reason, doesn't it? Like it's tr- truth in advertising well, should apply. Well, the worst or... is when people post the like, the, you know, the airbrushed fancy schmancy pictures of themselves. Yeah. And then well. when they meet them, they're like, oh, they don't look quite like that picture at all. <laughs> we're talking about people are on their uh, i guess those are uh, dating apps or whatever or online or dating just your social media avatar using a now when they use the picture that's not a great picture of themselves like guys in particular are they still supposed to hold a puppy while they do it didn't you give them that yeah. advice for oh, a while yes. like you'd never get rid of the puppy guys are supposed to hold a dog mm-hmm. you're while, more likely they... to get a date so picture needs to be a not great one of you but the dog should look spectacular very cute. Yes. <laughs> my wife and I, I don't know about you and Glenn, but my wife and I have this conversation all the time. How glad you are that you're taken. Oh. Yes. Happily Glenn married and I do for too. 34 plus years. And I don't know how y'all do it with this whole online dating thing. Every time I talk to someone who's been maybe bruised by the online dating thing, they're always mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, it's a nightmare out there. It is. The, mm-hmm. You have no idea. And they say yeah. that about not just... They say that about like some of the Christian dating apps. Oh they're, yeah, they're just like oh, yeah, they're, my they're friend, no better. They're no different. There's a friend of mine. He he tried a bunch of different dating services, and yeah, he said it was not a fun thing. I keep trying to like find a woman for him because I call him a <laughs> Renaissance man. He can repair anything. He can bake. He can garden. He loves Christmas. Maybe you should just style him uh, like look, looking good, but not too good. Uh-huh. While holding a puppy. Yeah. And then put that picture online and then and see, see what happens. See if the dates roll in. By the way, when yeah. you said he loves Chrissy, it sounds like he's a Hallmark movie ready to be made. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a great show idea. You know how they do The Bachelor? They should do The Bachelor Christmas edition. I wonder if they already have. Huh? <laughs> and your guy could be could be the guy. Yeah. He could be the, the Christmas Bachelor. There you th- go.